Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! I don't like the games. I mean, as simple as that, I am not that in love uh, with the football this weekend. We have discussed wild card weekend a lot uh, in the last whatever it might be. In these games, I mean, I think this is the... Uh, continually proof that the NFL, which is, you know, basically America was addicted to, that they are essentially, you know, maybe biting off a little more than they can chew, you know, taking some chances, adding extra games, Thursday night schedules, Amazon uh, are now the extra wild card team that, you know, let's face it, Miami, Seattle really doesn't deserve to be in the playoffs. And if last year is really any indication, two years ago was the pandemic. It was a weird year. I'll throw that one out. But when they also had 14 teams in the postseason, last year they had, uh, you know, the seven and seven in both leagues. And the opening round weekend outside of Niners and Cowboys, and there'll be a game this weekend, Giants, Minnesota is a possibility uh, that will, uh, you know, be, and you really only need one anyway. But as far as the group of games are concerned, uh, you know, the games are just not that exciting. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going to watch every second of every game. And that means basically holding my nose and closing my eyes with, uh, you know, whether it's uh, Tyler Huntley or, you know, the other Anthony Brown or whether it's Skylar Thompson to a certain degree, Geno Smith. Uh, I mean, I will go out there and I'll try to stomach what I see uh, as far as uh, Saturday and Sunday and Monday is concerned. I mean, listen, on paper, you got three games that should be fairly competitive. The late, uh, the, the Monday night game, the middle game on Sunday, and the late game tomorrow night. I mean, the Chargers, despite the the the, the incredibly the incredible stup- stupidity shown by the Charger head coach, where now he loses Mike Williams, who hurt his back in a basically a non-significant portion of the Bronco game last week in Denver. The Charger wide receiver who's been battling injuries all year. Without him, that game still should be pretty competitive with Jacksonville, uh, you know, with uh, in Duval County. I mean, I think that game could go either way. Uh, you know, Herbert over Lawrence is probably where you probably should think about. Uh, Chargers are slight favorite. They have the better quarterback. Uh, you probably would lean more to him. Uh, than you would to to Lawrence, who's still a young kid, didn't play that great against Tennessee. That game is, uh, you know, that's a Dungy Michaels game on NBC. I like that game. And I like the middle game there on Sunday with the Giants and Vikings. The world, I mean the world, loves the Giants. Maybe it's just because I'm in New York. You know, right matchup, avoided San Francisco, almost beat them two weeks ago. Uh, you know, the Vikings have no defense. They're a soft 13 and 4 Every game is close. Cousins stinks. No, I mean, we get 3-4. Remember, the Giants had a lot of guys out in that Minnesota game on Christmas Eve. Those guys are back. Boy, I've heard a million Giant fans tell me this is the matchup we wanted, and they're very confident. Now, listen, they understand that the Giants' margin of error is slim, but they are confident that if nothing else, they'll be right there with three minutes left at the U.S. Bank there on uh, Saturday, uh, on Sunday afternoon. Then, of course, the Monday night game when the whole world likes Tampa uh, based on Brady, based on the Cowboys playing poorly, based on Dak Prescott throwing a million interceptions, 15 and 11 games, based on the idea that you would think that McCarthy might vomit all over himself again, that as a result of that, uh, a lot of people like Tampa in this game with Tom, uh, 
uh, with that defense that can stop the run and the Buccaneers with all that experience on the uh, Monday night game. So those are the three good ones that you like going in. And, uh, you know, I'm going to take, you know, I mean, in a lot of ways, you know, I'll, I'll take the one home team in the middle. Uh, I'll probably bookend the, whole, the road teams on the outside. I think Dallas will finally get a postseason win despite giving up the field goal. I would probably take them against Tampa. I'll save some of this analysis for Lombardi later. And, uh, you know, the charges with Herbert, you know, I, I, I can't bet the Chargers, and I can't sit there and root for him because, you know, I got a kid here who's going to be away for five months, so I'm going to be sitting next to gummy land and all, and I can't very well sit there and root against his Jags, uh, you know, on Saturday night with the fireplace on. So somehow, some way, I'll have to root in Duval County for my old stomping grounds, and I can't tell you how many times in my life I have spent in that stadium. That is the same stadium. They revamped it. They redid it, but it's the same site. It's the same look. It's the same everything uh, right near those two bridges or that one bridge, really two, uh, in uh, downtown Jacksonville. Uh, Remember that old ballpark, Sam Wolfson Park, uh, which now has been changed, and the old Jacksonville Coliseum were right around the old stadium. And uh, I used to go to work every day there in 1983, well, for about six weeks, every day. And then thereabouts, about a year or so later, I went to work every day in that area there from uh, January or February of 83 until essentially February of 84. Um, and there was a team there at the time, the old Jacksonville Bulls with the late Lindy Infante, Larry Zonka, ran it. So there you have it with Jacksonville. But I'll sit there and root for the Jags on uh, on on Saturday night. Um, you know, listen, you know me, I'll go against the New York field and I will take and root for Minnesota and Cousins so I can have some laughs on Wednesdays. I'll root for him, and uh, I'll probably, although, uh, you know, no love loss, and I love to kill the Cowboy fan, I'll probably root for Dallas against Tampa on Monday night. The other three games, I mean, geez, I mean, you know, that's a rough spot for Nance with Nomo there on Sunday afternoon. That is a impossible watch with Miami. And remember, double-digit favorites are 11-0 and in postseason play the last 11 opportunities. And obviously the Bills are a... And that's against the spread. They're 11-0 against the spread. Double-digit favorites are 11-0. and So, and Miami is getting 13. Very difficult. Although Buffalo does play down to the opponent, very, very difficult to think that Miami will be this... Con- now, listen, they, they have hurdles all the noise. They'll be really raring to go. They played well in Buffalo uh, a couple weeks ago, but their running back is banged up. That's a problem. Obviously, the third-string quarterback is a major problem, and Buffalo should be flying. That's a tricky spot. And I'll tell you, too, you know, when Cincinnati gets the winner of the Chargers as the number one seed, Buffalo has to play this week. Should be easy, but they do have to play, and then they're going to probably get Cincinnati in the second week uh, or Jacksonville for Kansas City and the Bills will get the Bengals, which is a big advantage as far as the Chiefs are concerned. And then, of course, uh, the game uh, tomorrow night, well, the Cincinnati game, I think the Ravens will be competitive. The running back returns, but Cincinnati took pedal off the metal 
you know, really they didn't do too much late on uh, last Sunday. They didn't try to do anything in the second half. They knew they had scored enough points. They won't play it that same way this week. You got to take Cincinnati. And the game tomorrow, it sounds like it's going to rain all day. And, you know, it's Purdy's first. And, you know, Pete Kell's been there and done that and been there and all those things. But, you know, I- I'm not going against San Francisco right this moment. Uh, but their defense and their ground game and their diversity and versatility offensively, Shanahan, they beat him twice. I, I have to take the Niners on uh, early on uh, Saturday afternoon. Three good, three bad. Week one, wild card playoffs. Let's get the garbage out of the way and get to next weekend when we have, obviously, the Phillies. We have the Eagles in Philadelphia. We have, you know, hopefully, and we should, Cincinnati and Buffalo. Mahomes is back in the mix. Minnesota at San Francisco. Maybe Dallas at Philadelphia. I mean, you got good football next week. Let's weed through the crap this week to get the next week. That's the way I look at it as far as wild card weekend is concerned. McVay decides to stay on as the Rams head coach, all right? Maybe he realized that Amazon's not going to pay him $14 million a year. Uh, but overall, that's good for the league. And, uh, you know, Dennis Allen, who I think also deserves to stay, doesn't have a quarterback, remains the coach at New Orleans. I did not think they'd make a change that quickly. Saints were competitive late in the year. They beat the Eagles. They beat the Browns. Uh, I thought he'd stay too, so... You know, we'll see where the QB ends up, at least in New Orleans. I mean, there are two. I mean, if you look at the NFL right now and you look at the teams, there are the Saints. I was doing this this morning. Saints, Panthers. Okay. I'm going to give you the teams that need quarterbacks. The Jets. The Colts. I got to put the Texans in there, despite the fact they have the second round pick. Second pick, I should say, not second round. Second pick. Those five, am I missing anybody from a quarterback perspective that needs a quarterback that has a pretty decent team, that has a chance to be, you know, if they get the right guy behind center, has a chance to be a good football team down the road? Um, you know, uh, Seattle's not going to do anything with it. They're going to let Geno be the QB. So, uh, all right, let's put the Dolphins in there because you don't know about Tua. Okay. Uh, I'm going to assume Jackson stays with Baltimore. I'm going to assume that Tennessee comes back with Tannehill. Uh, I got to put the Raiders in there now. All right, so you got Raiders, Dolphins, Colts, Jets, Panthers, Saints, and Houston. Uh, Washington. You know, I don't know what I don't know what they they can't play Wentz. They 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 handle Henneke like a yo-yo. So I mean, I'm assuming that they have to make a decision. Russell Wilson's coming back in Denver. Uh, anybody else? I think Fields will stay. Uh, I guess Atlanta. Right. No, I, I Murray's not going anywhere. So Atlanta, you need one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You got nine teams that need quarterbacks for next year, all right? Because uh, I don't think, I think, or at least looking for quarterbacks for uh, 2023. All right, Garoppolo will be on one of those teams because he's going to leave San Francisco, okay? Um, that's one. Carr will be on one of those teams because he's not going to obviously play for the Raiders. That's two. Bryce Young will be on one of those teams because he's out. Uh, you know, obviously coming out of Alabama, he'll be the, you know, I think he might be on Houston, but he'll be on one of those teams too. So Garoppolo, Brady, 
And that means I got to put Tampa in there. Because I think he's going to leave Tampa. Now, it's going to take one off because he's going to go to one of these teams. But Brady will be in there. The GM just said today that he he wants Rodgers back. And I think Rodgers will stay. So that, I'm not going to put him in the mix. Uh, Garoppolo, Carr, Young, Brady. Somebody will take a run at uh, Stroud at Ohio State. And I guess they all love Levis of Kentucky. All right. Those are your quarterbacks who are available for next year. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You got three in the draft who got a chance to be first rounders. You have obviously Brady, who's I think going to play. You got um, you got Carr, who's obviously going to play, and Garoppolo. Uh, and then you have Tampa, Atlanta, Washington, Texans, Saints, Panthers, Jets, Colts, Dolphins, Raiders. Now Carr and Garoppolo and Brady are going to go to teams that really are a QB away from being a postseason team. And those teams on our list right now would be, in my eyes, not Tampa, the old. Those teams, in my eyes, that would be a quarterback away from being a postseason team would be the Saints, would be the Panthers, would be the Jets, and then the other two teams that could be a quarterback away would be Washington and Indianapolis. And I guess Miami, too. Really, all these teams. I should go the other way. The teams that are probably not a quarterback away would be Houston. They need more. Uh, would probably be Atlanta. Need some help, some weapons. Uh, I think Tampa loses Brady. They're going to regroup, so they would throw them in the mix. Everybody else might think that they're a quarterback away, and you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You got ten teams that need a quarterback. One of which will be taken care of with Brady. So that leaves you nine left: Raiders or Miami for him, and that gives you one, two, three, four, five, six. So there's going to be a battle for those six teams, and I think that, um, and I think Young will go to Houston. So that leaves you eight for five. You got. We're going to take Houston out. We're going to, let's just for argument purposes, take Miami out because you got Brady. So that will leave you Carr, Garoppolo, Stroud, Levis, um, and uh, let's see. Those three, right? Uh, who's, I just mentioned um, Vincent, but I don't know who that Vincent is. Levis, Stroud, Carr, the draft picks, Garoppolo, Carr, and Brady. I think Brady goes to Miami or the Raiders. Young goes to Houston. Tampa, forget about. So you got about seven teams. Atlanta, the Commanders, the Saints, the Panthers, the Jets, the Colts, and the Raiders. And you have about four quarterbacks. Carr, Garoppolo, Stroud, Levis. Where these guys go will be interesting. Now, Garoppolo will sign a shorter-term contract because he wants to up the ante. Carr, you know, he's not great, but he's better than anybody that New Orleans, Carolina, and the Jets have. And, you know, those two will be on teams somewhere next year that have a chance to win. I think think, uh, Young will be on the Texans, and I think Brady will be either with McDaniels in Vegas or down in Miami with with the Dolphins. So you're still going to have two or three teams that are going to be looking for a quarterback. Maybe they can find one in the draft. But I would think that 
from a quarterback perspective, the Garoppolo Carr Brady thing will be interesting to watch. Garoppolo is going to play somewhere next year, and the Niners have Lance and they have Purdy, and he's going to play somewhere next year on a good team. Rodgers is not going to leave Green Bay, I don't think. So Garoppolo Carr, at least for the immediacy with the Jets, Panthers, and Saints. I think those two will end up on two of those three teams. Saints, Panthers, Jets. The quarterback thing is going to be interesting. And I don't think that, uh, and I agree with Tannenbaum, I would do the same thing. I don't think the Bears will do that. I think the Bears are going to keep fields and pass on Young and maybe trade down a little bit to somebody who wants Young with the top pick in the draft, which very well could be tennis, which very well could be Houston. Because I think Young is going to be a good player in the NFL. And I love Stroud's performance. Loved it. Love Stroud's performance. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.